Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to go inside the film room with veteran scout and coach Chris Landry and Scott Seidenberg. It's the Football Film Room Podcast. Hello and welcome inside the film room alongside veteran scout coach and consultant Chris Landry from LandryFootball.com. I'm Scott Seidenberg. Draft week is here. The first round is on Thursday as we are doing this show live on twitch.tv slash Chris Landry Football. It is a Tuesday, 6 o'clock Eastern time. And Chris, you are the busiest man in the world this week. Uh, you're doing your own Twitch shows every single day. You're getting off the air on one show. You're getting onto the air on another <laughs> show. It's nonstop draft talk. In addition to all the prep that you're doing on LandryFootball.com, all the draft boards you're putting out, all the roster analysis. Oh, and still answering the phone when teams call you to pick your brain. <laughs> Yeah, it's a busy time. Usually by this time, people say, what do you think about it? And it's like, I, I'm really one happy son of a gun come Sunday. Cause it's, it's about <laughs> time we're ready to get it gone at this point. It's uh, it's a, it's a lot of talk and a lot of speculation and you know, it's, it's close enough to where you've got all the information you need and and really we could like have the draft tonight if we yeah. you know what I mean yeah. we could um but I will say this and I said this last hour the one thing and it's a and I've repeated this and I don't mean to be repetitive but if if it's not been heard uh or it's not been taken seriously I can't tell you enough how this year is different with the medicals and not having the combine and the, there's a lot of concern. And I would say even consternation about what are we dealing with in this case or that case, there's just not as much information. It's not bad information. It's just lack of clarity on certain players. Yes. A couple of weeks ago, we had our, in replace of the recheck physicals, we had our, you know, the, the, the medical, uh, but it's only 150 guys and the information is kind of straggling in and it's, it, I think it's going to cause some people, if you will see some things that will happen and you say, I don't get it. And the, the answer is more than likely going to be well, medical related. And again, not that something bad's happened. It's just lack of clarity. And if you're, if you're not real clear, you're going to go with the guy in the same grade tier that it's a little bit cleaner. And I mm -hmm. think we're going to see that happen. So hold on to that. Cause it may be one of your favorite players or one of the teams that you're hoping your player can get. And it may be, eh, we're going to, you know, do the stiff on, uh, do the Heisman, uh, on that guy. I want you to, to repeat something that you've said many times, on this show and I'm sure on other shows. And it's something that I tweeted out actually yesterday because I'm watching ESPN and I'm seeing more reports about the 49ers are still undecided about who they're going to take at number three. And you've been adamant about this. You know what's going on and you've said it several times. So I'll let you repeat it. The 49ers don't trade up to number three unless Chris. They, they have at least three guys that they really like, and they know probably in order who they prefer to have. Look, I mean, if you sit there and ask them, they'd say, we'd rather have Trevor Lawrence. And they might say <laughs> their second guy might be Zach Wilson. I don't yeah. know. Um, and, and, and I, But they had three guys. Now, Kyle's come on and said there are five guys we really like. Well, the five including is going, is the two, is, is, includes the two guys that's going to go above them. So they move up with an idea of 
I mean, with knowing who they wanted. It's not just one. It's that there are three people that are there. Now, the other thing, it's, well, they're still trying to decide and they're still arguing. There's no arguments there. Kyle Shanahan is making the decision. A, Kyle Shanahan happens to be the boss. He's the final decision maker there. They don't say it that way out of respect for people. I'm just going to lay it out for you. Kyle, when the head coach is hired before the GM and the head coach brings the GM in, the head coach is the boss. Okay. So you can give the G so GMs in people's mind, they think all the GMs, the GMs are the boss and they hire the coach. That's the way it has been in some cases and the way it is in some cases, it's not the case in all cases. So they're people with GM titles. I mean, uh, John Gruden is the boss in Las Vegas with the Raiders. Mayock's got a GM title, and, it, and it's it's a titles or titles, and they got a lot of little t- – they're just worker bees. Kyle Shanahan is making the decision because he's the boss there. Two, he is the quarterback coach, the play caller, mm-hmm. and the quote-unquote quarterback guru, if you want to call him that. So even – you know, so he will have the final say on a defensive player too, but he might defer, you know, if it's close to his coaches, his coordinator on the defensive side and his position coach, if they're deciding between two players, for example, in defense, this is all Kyle here. So the only thing going on now potentially is that there may be some people in the organization scouts that maybe might think, there was a better option. So the only thing that could be going on that quote unquote is who they're just is maybe trying to get people to understand and to buy into what they're doing. And I used the analogy yesterday on the show that when we drafted Steve McNair, Jerry Rome, our offensive coordinator did not want him. Neither did Jeff Fisher. Not that they were against Steve, that they didn't think that was the right way to go. Well, in the end, you got to hear them out. You got to, you got to see what they think. And you got to, cause I think when you do that, you strengthen your argument, you weaken your argument, you, you figure out it, it helps you to bring about the best decision. But in the end, you come down and make the decision. And, and at this time during that draft, we were, we were, we were, we were going to decide we we're going to take Steve. So at that point, you didn't need to say it. You didn't need to know it. And and it was maybe stuff. And we weren't quite the information age then as we are now, but it was kind of known and certainly in the building that, well, a couple of people, including the guy that was going to coach him, wasn't real, wasn't real high on the decision, but that's what we we're doing. Now, could that be something that's going on in San Francisco? Yes, but it's not the owner could always get involved. I mean, you go back to the Washington deal when they move up to take RG3. Mike and Kyle both like Kirk Cousins better than RG3. And they, if you remember, they took Kirk Cousins in the fourth round, and that was kind of like, we're going to take our guy in the fourth round. The owner, you get your guy in the first round. But the owner can overwhelm anything. It, it, that's not happening in San Francisco because the owner is not involved in it. He doesn't want to be, doesn't feel comfortable, and, and good for him. This is um, Kyle's decision. He's made it. He doesn't want to announce it. He doesn't need to announce it. He shouldn't announce it. There's no benefit for him to announce it. I mentioned earlier that, you know, you you, you just don't need to do that. The other thing, I mean, and, and I, I don't want to be dramatic, but you never know what could happen, like something tragic. You know, you, you, you don't really want to say, well, we were going to, I'm just going to say it. So that we're going to look, we're going to take this guy and then something tragic happens. And then it comes, um, you got tragic situation. You've already announced you're going to take now you moved all the way up here and this, you know, and I know yeah, one would yeah. blame them then you just don't want to get yourself. And, and I'm not saying that's the reason but that's just one thing. The other thing is, Scott, there's a lot of pressure put on nowadays. More and more, I'm learning the league about this this draft show that they put on. Yeah. So you know, and they don't they don't want with basically the first two picks already done. They don't want to have the third pick. They want to have a little drama. There's no drama. I Kyle's already decided. I can't tell you with 100 percent certainty who that's going to be. 
but, but I it, think he's, we could. I think we could deduct that it's going to be Mac Jones. I, that, I think. I, I I think it could be. It could be a big smoke screen, and he's got somebody else. What I know. What I know is Kyle's not sitting there today. Oh boy. Yeah, yeah, Two yeah. more days. I don't know. I think. I think. Let me. Let me do this. Let me. Let you. He's done all the work. He yes. knows what he's doing. And this, you know, the report today. One of the uh, uh, one of the gals on ESPN, and nothing to do with the gal. Just any one of the ESPN reporters that they're still trying to decide in 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 uh, San Francisco. That's great storyline. That makes it intriguing. Show, yes. it's yeah. great. Yeah. It's TV. Yeah. It's deciding what are they going to do. It's mm-hmm. like. You know, it's like a game show. Da da da, Scott. Listen, are you, Chris, they made are a whole, gonna, they made a whole gonna, movie out of it. Draft yes, <laughs> yes, it is. Scott, are you going to take door number one or door number two? And it's you know, it's like if Scott is you know can't be put under pressure. What is it, Scott? You to oh, Scott, go one, two, you the old game show. If you don't do that, it's not. <clears throat> Again, I don't know if you're going to be happy if you're a Niner fan or not. Or whatever with the pick, but I, I, there's I can tell you that the de, the decision has been made. I, I don't think he wants to go there because then it's like, well, if you, it's almost easy to say too. If you say, yeah, I made the decision, then people make assumptions, and then they press you nine ways to Sunday, nine ways to Thursday. Yeah. What is it? Well, it's easy to say. Well, we, we hadn't decided yet. We don't know. And you know what? I can remember us getting questions i can remember getting i don't know if you do you remember you're a little young but you've ever have you heard because he was right there in brooklyn you ever heard of joe bushbaum uh it sounds familiar he was a draft nick back when they only had he was probably the best of the guys that followed the draft and covered it for pro football weekly and he was a and he would you know call all the time and he and i remember him asking you know and we had we had uh we knew I knew what we were going to do with McNair, and I just using that because it's a quarterback example. We were picking third, so it's yep. a kind of symmetry. And I remember saying, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, we hadn't quite decided. It was easy to say, yeah, I don't know. We hadn't quite decided <laughs> because I mean, because if I said, oh yeah, we're done. Well, well who's? Well, I can't. T- I mean, I mean, it's almost kind of like rude. So you say, hey, you know, I don't know. We're still kind of looking. You just kind of like, you know, I mean, it's kind of yeah. like when somebody. Says, you know, hey, you know, the beautiful girl in school, do you want to go out? To the, they, she may not want to say no. So she says, yeah, you know, I'm not sure I can get up free. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of easy to kind of play it that way. So I hope that gives our audience an understanding of that this is why that stuff is done. Yeah. Today, you got to talk to the media um, and you got to tell them something. You don't want to lie, but you don't want to tell them what's going on. So you end up saying stuff, and then you end up getting asked stuff like, is Jimmy Garoppolo going to be on the roster Sunday? Well, I don't know if any of us are going to be alive on Sunday, is what Kyle said. So, I mean, it's one of those things where you just kind of do it the best you can, and, yep. you know, people will criticize, be critical of it. Well, we got some questions coming in from the chat. We'll get to that in just a second. Uh, if you're looking at the current odds, though, as far as who will be the number three overall selection, Mac Jones is the overwhelming favorite at minus 340, meaning you would have to risk $340 just to win $100. The next best odds is Trey Lance at plus 300. So a $100 bet will win you 300 If it's Trey Lance, Justin Fields is plus 650. So the overwhelming favorite is Mac Jones, followed by Trey Lance, and then Justin Fields is third. want to thank everybody for watching us on twitch.tv slash Chris Landry Football, Fantasy Football 101, Woodshed, Spartan, LSU. All you guys uh, appreciate joining us in the chat room. Uh, A couple of questions coming in. Chris, Woodshed wants to know, you have Penny Sewell graded. He knows where you have it graded, obviously, uh-huh. if you check on LandryFootball.com. Who was the last tackle or two that you had a similar grade on, meaning Penny Sewell? Um, I've had a couple of um, – Baselli was 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 really highs in the sevens. Um, Blake Brockemeyer, uh, who his sons <laughs> – I tell you my age, his sons are both his sons are going to Alabama now. But Blake was <laughs> a great tackle at Texas. Um, was also very was in the sevens. Ogden was 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 in was seven zero. 
Uh, I've had a few pace with seven zero. Yeah, I've had I've had quite a few of them. I mean, you is know, there is there any chance that an offensive lineman goes before him, or there's or he is the number he's the oh, first offensive lineman taken. I, I mean, I you know could it be somebody slipped and they like Slater? Yeah, I mean anything's possible. I I think he's the best of them, and but I think. I wouldn't rule it out because here's the thing. What, what if there's something a little bit medical that we're we're a little bit concerned about? Yeah, that could happen, but I I don't I don't see that. I think he's the best one. I, to me, he is. Um, he's Jason Peters. He's Laramie Tunsil. He's that type of mm-hmm. a natural bender, uh, plug and play, elite left tackle type guy. The, the negatives are all correctable. I, I just think he's. He's outstanding. I think he's safe. I think he's, you know, I think he's got a, he's got a very, very low floor and a very, very high ceiling. I, you know, he's just not the sexy pick. And we happen to have, you know, Kyle Pitts is the guy. If you're not talking quarterbacks, Kyle Pitts is the apples of everybody's eye. Everybody like him some Kyle Pitts. Of course, you know they would just love to have that guy and the playmaker. And he help your quarterback with the playmaker. And yeah, you you can do that. You can help him with a pass protector too. So. I don't. There are not many teams that couldn't use Panesu. In fact, even ones that have good left tackles, he's good enough to play at guard early, right tackle, and you can have bookend guys. We talked about it. It was an option before the Jets decided to do what they do. That yep. you could go ahead and build bookend tackles. A good way to start there if you were if you had a redo on Sam Donald and can kind of build around him again. Yep, they're not doing it. They they passed that, but yeah, I think he's. I think it'd be a great pick for Cincinnati. I'm not saying that that's what they're – it'd be a great pick for Atlanta, Cincinnati, or Miami. I think Miami will probably have the decision made for them. I think that two of those three guys are going to be gone, and they'll have you know one of those guys and maybe the Alabama receivers available to them. But we'll see what happens at four and five. I, I don't think – see him dropping real far. But look, if Atlanta, if Atlanta goes quarterback or trades for quarterback and Cincinnati goes with Chase – Miami goes with a receiver. Yeah, it could get interesting. You you could see you could see you know I don't see Carolina passing on them, but yeah, I, you could see you know maybe somebody saying yeah you know I may go mm-hmm. something else. So right now, if you're looking at the odds, Panay Sewell is minus three ninety, the overwhelming favorite to be the first offensive lineman taken off the board. But if you're looking at his draft position props, Chris, the line is set at over under five and a half with the over as the favorite. So the odds are projecting that Panay Sewell goes beyond the fifth pick, but there is a possibility that Atlanta at four or Cincinnati at five do make that selection. And people assume it's going to be Kyle Pitts and Jamar Chase, but there is a possibility that it could be Panay Sewell to go one of those teams. And then the under five and a half would come into play. Speaking of uh, Jamar Chase, his, over-under is also the same at five and a half. And the under is a very heavy favorite. Will Jamar Chase go in the top five, Chris? Well, I think he's going to go five. I mean, I don't think he's gone before five. I think he's gone at five. I think it's a great question because, you know, if Cincinnati does something different when, I mean, I, he's not going one. He's not going two. He's not, he's going, not three. going three. I don't think he's going four. Mm-hmm. So it's four or five. I would say yes that he'll go five. So I, I'm not not in the top five. I would say he's yeah number five. five. So so, yeah. that, <laughs> so, that, so the under would be your bet there, and that basically you're just banking on the one team is the Cincinnati Bengals to take Jamar Chase over taking Sewell. Are they that comfortable with their tackle positions that they would rather have the dynamic playmaker in Jamar Chase? As opposed to taking Panay Sewell? I think I think they are, and I'm gonna be honest with you, and this is just my sense, and I maybe a little bit unfair. I think they're gun shy because I don't I think they haven't quite hit on they've taken a couple of them pretty high it tackle and it hadn't quite worked out. Now they do I think Jonah Williams is really good and and I think Riley Reef is a short term answer. But you know, if it's me, look, I I can't. I think Chase, I think Pitts, I think Sewell would be great for Cincinnati. There's not a bad pick there. I mean, it's just yeah. you just um Jonah Williams can be a really, really good player. Um you know, I I I think that it's a little bit tougher to find an elite left tackle. 
Um, I also think they like the depth at the tackle position in this draft. So yeah, I think so they, they I, I, I think they think they might be able to get one in the second. So that's what I think they're thinking. But I let, do let think me let me little... give you my uh, conspiracy theory here, okay? Uh huh. And this might be this might be out there, but this is the way that my brain works, Chris. Cincinnati Bengals draft Joe Burrow. There's a lot of hype surrounding Joe Burrow, right? Uh, puts fannies in the seats when fans are allowed to be in the seats, sells season tickets. Joe Burrow goes down to injury. You lose him. You lose football games. The, the mystique is kind of wore off. The Cincinnati Bengals just had a rebrand, if you will, this offseason. They just got brand new uniforms. You take the sexy player, the skill position player in Jamar Chase, because that sells jerseys, that sells tickets, that sells hype more so than taking an offensive lineman. And if you're looking at it from a business perspective, you you, you reunite Joe Burrow with his number one wide receiver from college in Jamar Chase. You got the two former Tigers as two current Bengals and you sell brand new jerseys. And that's how you roll, Chris. Wow. So Bayou Bengals to who that Bengals? I got you. You know, I get you. No, I, I, uh, look, that works too. You know, whatever. Look, Jamar Chase makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, you, you've got a receivers a need. There's no question. You got Tyler board. You've got T Higgins. You put Jamar chase there. You've got some weapons. I, I, again, you got to sure up the offensive line because, you know, I know the, the thought and talking to, well, we want to go a little bit more vertical and do that, but, you know, ain't gone vertical if, 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 uh, if Joe Burrow is horizontal, <laughs> you know, I mean, he, you've got to be able to have time to go deep. So, no, I, listen, there's not, there's not a, there's not a wrong pick. There's not a, to me, it makes a lot of sense. And look, if you turn around and, and you know, I, I could make this case, you could go, and, and I'm not saying they're going to do that because there are other needs there. But if they can go and they could get um, Jamar Chase in a Tevin Jenkins or a Jalen Mayfield or, you know, you take a Panesul and, um, you know, a Tutu Atwell or Rashad Bateman will be gone and Amari Rogers, you know, teammate T. Higgins. I mean, it, it may make a little sense there that, you know, you may like the, the, the dual combination of chase and the tackle there. It, it, you do, you do look at that. Uh, but there's, there's some other needs that that team has too. You know I mean? There, there's yeah. no question that they've got some other needs and, you know, I think an interior offensive lineman is needed as well, you know, guard, <clears throat> you know, and an edge rusher. So yeah, we'll see how it plays out, but, I think they're leaning chase, but who knows? They may end up surprising people taking pits or sill. Bengals are usually pretty. Sometimes they're trade up. They trade it up for Kachana Carter. They don't trade a whole lot, though. Yeah. Here's an interesting bet that you can wager on. Who is drafted first, Jalen Waddell or Devontae Smith? Which Alabama receiver goes off the board first, Chris? Waddell. I would agree with you. I know Ocho Cinco had an interview or something recently where he was, you know, hyping up uh, Devontae Smith, but I think Waddle's got more because you talk about his return game. I think he brings more to the table and can offer more to an NFL team right away than Devontae Smith. I don't know about that because I think Devontae here's they're, they're different. I got the same grade on both, and I actually got Devontae slated. Well, I've got Devontae seven and Waddle eight Ooh, overall. Okay. Okay. They're really good. It, there's here's the difference. Um, Waddle is a great return guy, as you mentioned, and he's a great speed guy. Um, and, and he's got tremendous value there. And, and to me, he's an X, can play in the slot. Um, Devonte can line up everywhere. I think he's a great slot. I think he can play X. I can, he can play um, Z. Uh, I think he's a little bit more polished as a route runner. You know, it, it just kind of really, what do you want? I, to answer your question is who's going first. 
I get the sense that that could be if Detroit goes receiver there um, and Chase is gone. I think that's where they. I think that's where they got him. I think they've got Waddle just a a smidge higher. I think. Okay. So that's my answer to who's going to go off first. Cause that's a projection based on some Intel that we'll see, you know, um, but I don't necessarily think that one's better than the other. In fact, I got the same exact grade on them, but you would say right now you think Waddle goes first. <clears throat> I, it's a guess. It's a guess. Yeah. Yes. I, I think okay. it was a guess. Cause here's the thing. I think if first, I, I think that the dolphins would maybe take, Pitts or Sewell, but Waddle would be in place there, and I think Waddle would be in place at seven. Okay. So I, I I think, you know, and I think I hear them more with with them than I do Smith, but so, it could be smokescreen too. So, so let me ask you, all right, so does does Waddle go top ten? Go, go where? Top ten. Yes. Well, yes, yes. Yes, I do. There's not a team that yeah. he he won't yeah. last. He won't last till eleven. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, I I think I, I don't. I think six or seven, eight. I, I don't think he lasts beyond that. Okay, so we're looking at you know if you're looking at the rounds, obviously the draft starts at uh, three, but we really expect the draft to start at four. So you got Falcons, Bengals, Dolphins, Lions, Panthers, uh, Broncos, and Cowboys. One of them will take Jalen Waddle. I think so. Okay. Um, in terms of, I just mentioned the team that's sitting there at number 10, and I think it's very interesting, is the Dallas Cowboys. LSU uh, asks, are the Cowboys sold with uh, or solid? I Maybe it says sold or solid with Patrick Sertan. Uh, will Sertan be the first cornerback off the board, and will Sertan go to the Cowboys at number 10? A lot of people think so. I wouldn't be surprised if Dallas surprised folks with a down lineman. I really Ooh. wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't. I, I, they, they, it wouldn't surprise me if they like, like, uh, Quid, like they, if they like Quidipay or Ojolari. I don't think they're taking Phillips with the injury. You know, Phillips to me is probably the best one there, but 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 he's got the medical that's going to hurt him. Um, it it Sertan makes sense. I think that is definitely one of the candidates there, but I don't be surprised if I, I, I would throw a guy like Quiddy Pay or Jalari in the mix there, and wow. probably Quiddy Play. You know, I, I would. I, I I think that would be a consideration there for them. Wow. Um, you know, I also I don't think he's going to be there, but I would definitely throw in Michael Parsons too if he were there. Do you think Michael? Oh, so, who's the first defensive player taken in the draft? Is it Sertan or Parsons? I think it's well. I think it's Parsons at nine to Denver, unless Denver gets in the quarterback business, which I don't think they are. But, but I, I think it's probably, I think it's probably Parsons. Wow. Okay. Uh, right now, you can get plus money on Parsons to be selected ahead of Patrick Sertan. I, I, you know, there's some people concerned a little bit about, uh, I, I, Mike Parsons, a fine kid, but he's had a couple of little fights and things, and you know, so that may scare off there some folks. Here's but, an interesting uh, but, but, question. But I, but I, but I would, I would throw Waddle some money. Is concerned. Um, what about the injury history? Is there fear of re-injury? Is there concern about his health uh, going into this draft? No, I mean he's he's healed. There's always. I don't think it's. I think the durability issue is a factor, and um, um, no, I don't. I don't. I mean, there's no. Yeah, he's had the injury. He's healed. I, I think he's fine. I mean, I the the injury issues. You worry about Caleb Farley in a back, you know, back problem. I mean, you, you worry about that. Sure, there's always an injury factor. I mean, you know, you worry a little bit about like Tua with an injury re-injury. I worried mm-hmm. about Devontae Smith's size a little bit, but um, this is a uh, it was a tough injury, but he healed from it pretty good. Now, I'm not saying that he's going to be 100 percent this year or anything, but um, actually, I think he probably will be. But it's not a guarantee of that. But re-injuring it, I don't, I don't, I don't see that anymore of, of an issue. 
All right. Well, you have Waddle going in the top 10, which means that you have Devontae Smith outside the top yeah, 10. Yeah, you know. Does he, go, does he go past 11? That's the question. Because the number, if you're looking at uh, the odds, his number is 11 and a half, meaning uh, if you think he's going to go 12 or beyond, well, that's the, that's the over if you want to do that. Yeah, you know, listen, I um, to me, he'd be a really good pick for the Giants, but I don't know if my buddy Gettleman is is inclined to do that. Philly's a candidate. That would be a, a candidate for Satan as well if he were there on the board. Um, I'm trying to think here. No, I look, I think there's – man, I mean, you know, Arizona's – definitely thinking corner but that that's a possibility receiver too that's a need no i um i i think i think Devonte gets really enticing for a number of people you know right outside the top 10 if he makes it out there yeah okay so we'll go waddle inside the top 10 Devonte outside the top 10 uh one more uh i guess betting question Najee harris or travis etienne first running back to be selected well, that's a good one. Um, Does that depend on the team? Yeah, of course it does. Yeah. It absolutely does. I would say, if I just had to guess, and again, it's a guess, I would say that um, depending on what the board looks like, that Najee's a really good fit at 24 with Pittsburgh and I think ATN would be a really good fit at 30 with Buffalo. But but there's other options there at other positions that may throw out running back. But those are two good spots at two places where I'm not saying it's the biggest need, but could really help, really fit their offenses, really fit what they want to do. So I'm going to say Najee, although I would yeah. say that more people would probably have ATN higher on their board. Um, uh, you know, but, but I think Najee is the better feature back. Let me say this. And I mentioned this last hour, uh, it was probably earlier in the, in the, in the show, but don't sleep on Javante Williams. He is number one on at least three or four teams boards. He is really good. He's a, I think he's a smaller, better version of, of Leonard Fournette. He is a power back that I think's really outstanding. He's a Nick Chubb kind of back. I, I, I think he'd be a really good fit, and it wouldn't surprise me if somebody, you know, like Pittsburgh may not like him. I mean, so that would be one for you. How much mm -hmm. money could you get if Javante Williams is the is the first back off the board? How about I, that? He's not even, in, uh, not even uh, on the oh, odds. Plus, plus, plus $600. A $100 bet will win you 600 if Javante Williams is the first running back selected. Oh, let me tell you what. That's worth, folks. That's worth just, you know, what's a, a couple lunch of money? Yeah. 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 That, if, hey, Put ten just, bucks down, you win sixty. Yes, I would do that. That's a, on Javante Williams to be the first running yeah, back. Just, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, don't, don't spend. Don't you know? Make sure you pack your lunch. Make sure you don't <laughs> go hungry. But make sure that <clears throat> that. I mean, it's probably not going to play out that way. But uh -huh. Uh -huh. I was just. I don't know if those odds are good enough to even worth doing, but I'm just here to tell you, I think it'll be Najee, ATN, it could go either way, but I'm here to tell you, don't be shocked if, if Javante, I think Javante is in that same cluster with those other two. So it could go the other, a little bit opposite. So let me ask you this then. This is now it's an overwhelming <laughs> favorite. So you do have to risk, uh, close to $400 just to win $100. But will there be j at least one running back selected in the first round? Or, or, yeah. is, there, or is there a chance that, that, every, that all the running backs slide to the second round? There's a chance of that. There's a chance of that. I don't think that's going to be the case. But, yeah, there's a chance of that. I mean, there's not. There's Look, here's the thing. There's some people that would take them. But there's some people that would pass him up. I mean, Najee Harris is Baltimore's type of back, but they're not taking a back there. Um, a lot of those teams, you know, I could, I could, uh, yeah, I could see that. I could see a scenario where no back is taken. I could. I, I don't think that's the case. I think there'll be at least one, probably two. But yeah, we're talking 
probably late first round anyway. So, yeah. I mean, if you're talking late first round, both of them, you know, a good chance that neither one of them would have, you know, yeah, I, I, I agree. What if Pittsburgh just really likes that's a neat spot. Buffalo's a neat spot, but they got other needs. What if there's a better player on the board? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Here's another interesting one. Total safeties drafted in the first round. And the over-under is a half. So will there be at least one safety drafted in the first round, or will no safety get taken in the first round? Oh, there'll be one. There will absolutely be one. Now, you know, Trevon Morig is um, – Trevon Morig, really, is how you pronounce his name, is at the safety. He's he's a slot cover guy. Um. I like Javon Holland. I, the more and more, I, I think I'm a little low on Javon Holland. He's going to go higher than I have him graded. The kid out of Oregon, um, Richie Grant, all, all, all those guys are late first round possibilities. One of them will definitely be there because Morig is a really good slot guy and he's a like a big slot cover guy. There'll be one taken. There'll be okay. one taken in the first round. All right, so I got my locks then. I think I'm ready to. I think I'm ready to solidify these these wagers here. I think. Um, I think the first thing now. Some of these are very favorite, you know. So you, you do have to risk a lot to win a to win a little. But I do think that uh, Kyle Pitts will be selected in the top five. I don't think he yeah. goes past five. So uh, Kyle Pitts under five and a half. I will lock that in. Um, I will lock in. Uh, let's see. I'm going to lock in Jalen Waddle under 10 and a half. I think Jalen Waddle goes in the top 10. Okay. I'll lock that in. I'm going to lock in right now that Mac Jones is the third overall pick. I think, I think I'm, I think I'm, I think I'm sold on that, Chris. I think the draft is going to go Lawrence and then Wilson and then Mac Jones and then. Kyle Pitts, Jamar Chase. That's your top five. Is there a bet where you can you can do that? Yes. You can is on, there is so there a on, bet? Is there a bet for the, the top four picks being quarterbacks? Yes. Is that on oh, the mark? Oh, oh, for the top four picks being quarterbacks. Yeah. Let's see. I'm looking at FanDuel right now, and you can do the exact order if it's the favorite right now, the exact order of the top four is Lawrence Wilson Jones Pitts. That's the favorite, followed by Lawrence Wilson Jones Fields, and then Lawrence Wilson Lance Pitts, Lawrence Wilson Lance Fields. How about that one? Mm. Mm. Spartan doesn't agree with me at all. Spartan, I need to know your top four. Uh, you don't agree with me, but I, I'd love to hear who you think is going in the top five because maybe we can put some money on that one. No, but if you, I'm just, I'm just curious. The four quarterbacks? It, here's, here's the order. No, I'm the just, I'm curious thinking, I'm just thinking gambling wise again, something that, I mean, am like, I right? Like a long if, shot if, or something? Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're going with chalk, you're not going to win, right? I mean, if yeah. you're looking, if you're looking to just throw a dollar up, I'm just saying. Um, so your longest they, shot. They, 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 the outside, I mean, it's not likely you're going to have quarterback, 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 quarterback. But you know, so you lose a dollar. You put a, mm-hmm. you put that up. You, how much would you win? There's a few things out there that I'm trying to bring out that might be worth throwing a dollar. And you know, I don't, I don't know if that's like, going like to win. What? You know, what do you think? What do you think? Well, that's what I'm saying. Like you know, quarterbacks going top four because possibility somebody moves up to four for Justin Fields, or maybe Atlanta takes him. Is it worth putting, I don't know, 10 bucks, you know, if you've got d- dispensable income, if it's so um, if it's let's see. So if it's um, let's see the, the, the matchups here, it can go Lawrence Wilson at two. Then if you want to go fields, three Mac Jones, four, that a hundred dollars will win you 9,500. <laughs> if well, you did, go did, Mac did, Jones, did, three. And then let's see, you want to go Mac Jones three and Justin Fields four or Trey Lance four and Mac Jones as three still going to win you some money, just not as much as the other ones. But yeah, but that's pretty good money, you know, for, you know, it's a risk reward. I mean, it's a plus 300 if it's Lawrence Wilson Jones Fields. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, no, it's, it's, there's no question. Um, 
Trying to think here. Uh, LSU talk is what was Mac Jones' star reigning coming out of high school? He was a three-star coming out of the bowl school. Yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Let's see. To Trey Lance. I like Trey Lance. That's the winner. There, do you feel the cover? We talked about that. Uh, for why injury? Yeah, he did. The Waddle didn't so much injure, re-injure it. He just he wanted to play in the game, and they took him out because he just wasn't ready. Uh, who's had more success in the NFL players or Bama players? Uh, <laughs> Bama, Bama players are a little bit more pro ready. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Bama's had more success than than anybody. Uh, probably uh, Alabama, uh, Ohio State, and in, in um, uh, you know the or the top two. Um, Kadarius Tony is that it worse? A- absolutely, all those things you you worry a little bit about injury wise. Uh, for those guys, but you know, you, that's where you get a medical grade. Uh, I think football one-on-one asks about, do I have the same grades as, uh, the clubs get? Well, the clubs don't get the, med- the what the clubs get are the medical details. So like, for example, they get the medical history, but they get the MRIs, they get the x-rays, they get the, you know, whatever tests, the doctors of each team has to interpret that. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, you know, they have to determine the risks. So it's not like there's some medical group that says, okay, guys, you know, this is the medical grade for the, no, no, no. You get the medical information. It's kind of like all the teams get the films of all the players, but they don't tell you how to, they don't tell you how to grade them. You got to look at the film and make that determination, how you grade them as a team. So there are 32 different sets of medical grades on these players because you got different interpretations of the medical information. Does that make sense? Uh, the, the, the factual inf- medical information doesn't change. It is what it is. But how you interpret the risk factor, you know, I've had situations where a player is completely, completely off the board and um, and, and the risk is mitigated back when we had 28 teams in the league, there were 27 teams that rejected Anthony Munoz on his physical. Hmm. That's who the jets wanted to take, by the way, Scott, this, you weren't even born then. You, you were, you ain't even, you wouldn't even have a glimmer that, that the jets are going to be your team and you're going to suffer all this misery <laughs> in your career. But the, that's who the jets wanted to take Anthony Munoz, but they couldn't get him past on his physical. The Bengals didn't pre-combine, didn't get the complete medicals. God bless them. They didn't get the medicals on them. They took them and he ended a Hall of Fame career. Now, he had bad knees and he still does, God bless them. But so you never know. It's it's a legal interpretation. No, no, no question. Uh, let's see what else. Um, make sure we're not missing anything. Um you know, so yeah, I think we've got uh, everybody hitting on some key points here. Um, yeah, so it, it's interesting to see <clears throat> how this I'll, will play I'll out. Tell you what I'm, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what's going to happen. Uh, I'm going to pop in during the first round to your broadcast to your show. Uh, mm-hmm. You're going to be on the air. I'll pop in. You know, between that, like eight o'clock and nine o'clock, I will pop in, um, and I will be sharing what I have wagered on. And we're going to sit there and I'm going to react live while I'm watching the draft with you and with everybody in our chat. And we're going to have some fun during the draft. And then Woodshed says I should be sending beer to everybody for all the cash I'm going to be winning. Maybe I will. We'll see if we hit on some of these long shots. Maybe I will send everybody some beer. I have a serious question (laughs) about gambling. See, this is a little bit different. And I always wondered if they would really allow the casinos that is gambling on the draft because isn't this potentially a form of insider trading? Listen, it's last year was the highest wagered on NFL draft in history. And it had to do because part of partly because of COVID shutting down sports. And so the NFL draft was really the first event that you could kind of sports bet on. If you weren't doing, you know, Korean baseball or Russian ping pong, uh, you know, you could bet on the NFL draft right? and throw in the fact that there's widespread legalization now of sports betting around the country. 
You combine that with COVID last year, and that's why the NFL draft was the highest wagered on NFL draft in history. I think this year the numbers will exceed last year. Every one of these big companies is getting in on the action. FanDuel, DraftKings, PointsBet, MGM, uh, they're all in the market here. I'm on the FanDuel app right now looking at the draft odds. So, yeah, I mean, I understand that there could be, I would think. Well, I guess my point trading, is, but listen. Well, what, 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 what if, I mean, I don't know, when did the betting windows close? I mean, what, what, what if. Oh, these markets somebody, will, yeah, yeah, these bets will be, these bets will close before the draft starts. Well, and, but I mean, you within, could, but I mean, within a few hours as well. Well, okay, information so will leak you out. could have, you could have news on, you could have insider information at noon Thursday from I, the yeah. Niners that, 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 you know, what they're going to do and what the Falcons might do. Mm-hmm. And, and and I'm not saying this is going to happen, but I'm just using this as an example. Let's say, you know, it is very by noon, you know, let's just say Falcons are going to take fields, you know, and, yeah. and you know, if that's what they're going to do, if he's there and the Niners, they're going to take Jones. You could literally, it might be off the board by then. If, if, might, if, if there's maybe. some sort of information that's out there, well, we, what I'm saying, it's not out there in the pub. It's not out yeah. there in the public on social media. But again, and this may be part of what I'm getting at is part of why maybe they don't like stuff coming out and being quiet because, you know, what's to say that you can, see this is not like a game. Mm-hmm. You can go out and you can have a game plan. You still got to go execute. You don't know who else is going to win. You, yeah. you get the best. You don't know what's going to happen. But you could. You could. What's to say that a a a wife of somebody in the Niners draft room can't place a bet? You know, based upon intel. You know, I'm not saying that would happen. I'm just saying that is. That is would be the definition, I think, of insider trading of gambling. I would think that they would have to, they'd have, I don't know if they have ways to track that, but I mean, you could, you, this is literally information that you can say who are the, the Niners and the Falcons are going to, because if you know one and two, you, you could absolutely, mm-hmm. um, you could absolutely get that information, not out to the public. I'm just saying, in private that could really have an effect. I mean, uh, shoot. Yeah. That would be, I mean, you, could you do that? Or you, you, a good friend that is in that you could call and say, yeah, this is what we're going to do. And boom. And, and you could make a bet. And then all of a sudden you could split them. I mean, that's, that's, that kind of seems kind of shady potentially. Yeah, I think that opens the door for that. Yeah. And I would think that there would be some sort of investigations into that as well. So, um, that's interesting. It's very interesting. All right, Chris, tell us what you're going to be doing for the rest of the week leading up until Thursday. Well, tomorrow we're going to have a double dip of Scout's Eye on football, our normal spot at 9 a.m. Central Time. Uh, and then uh, tomorrow afternoon, 4 p.m. Central Time, we're going to get in. We've got all the teams broken down, uh, went through every division, every team in every division. We're going to take a look at a number of things. We're going to take – some questions in the chat room. We're going to go down some scouting reports and some of the players. We're going to give the latest updates of anything going on. We'll take maybe take a look at some of the history of things that happened in the history of the draft over at LandryFootball.com for scouting reports, draft reports. I even got the early look, the early horizontal draft board for the class of 2022 up. Wow. Uh, I've got um, – some great fun stories that uh, if you want to take a look at about the history of the NFL draft and, and life on the road as a scout and all different sorts of things, that's free there. You can check that out. So LandryFootball.com, uh, it's, a, it's a busy time of year all year long. Um, we're going to be breaking down, obviously, spring practice tape and breaking down all the draft after but right now we're focusing a lot on that and obviously our shows tomorrow and then Thursday, Friday, Saturday, again, half an hour before the first pick, we will be uh, coming on air on this channel and we'll be breaking it all down for you, taking you through it behind the scenes, letting you know what's going on as it happens. Um, it's going to be interesting because unlike our normal shows where we kind of talk about things, we'll be reacting live to what's going on or what's about to go on. So I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to it, sharing it with all our great listeners. So spread it out there, the information out there, everybody that will be there and join us. We know it will be a long show, come in and out, what have you. 
take a break, um, and, and we'll, we'll enjoy it uh, together. Well, we can't wait for it. And like I said, I'm going to pop in with you on Thursday during the uh, first round of the draft during that first hour. So we'll react live in real time. And with you guys watching at twitch.tv slash Chris Landry football, be a part of our NFL draft experience. And don't forget, head to LandryFootball.com where a membership there makes you the smartest football fan in the room. Follow Chris at Landry Football for all the latest breaking news and analysis. You can follow me at Scott's on air. Make sure you follow, subscribe to the Twitch channel at Chris Landry Football. And if you want to listen to any of the programs in podcast format, you can do that by searching for Landry Football's conference call wherever you get your podcasts from. And Scott, uh, send a shout out because I sent it last hour to our good friend Spartan Barton. Yes, he I heard a, the news. He had a baby boy at 3.55 today and is listening to the to the Scott's Eye podcast. Well, you got to love that. Yeah, huh? Hopefully he'll be watching us uh, while he's Absolutely. doing the, the, late, the late night feedings and uh, I know. Staying, awake, staying awake with us. Yeah, I, I'm shooting, man. I, I guess the wife, I don't know. Maybe the wife will still be in the hospital. Maybe he'll be watching it from the hospital room. Anyway. Watching on his phone. Well, congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Glad uh, little one and mom are doing well. God bless. So yes. thanks for all of you. Uh, all of you, LSU Talk, Spartan Barton, Fantasy Football One, Witchhead King. I hope I'm not forgetting every, anybody. All of you there that are joining us, really appreciate you joining us. You make the show. It's what we're doing. We're doing it for you. So um, we, we really appreciate appreciate you guys being with us. Yep. Make sure you guys watch Chris uh, all week. And I will be back uh, on Thursday, popping in, hanging out as we react to some of my bets watching the draft. I'll talk to you next time, guys. See you later, Chris. <laughs> all right, Scott. Take care. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.